Sports, politics, life. Back Nine Development presents Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Online at backninedevelopment.com. As we all wonder what's going on with the 2024 election campaign for the Democrat nominee for president, because most of us just don't think Joe Biden's going to make it to November, it was Barack Obama who has taken center stage with all of the media attention midweek this week for a wide variety of reasons, not the least of which that he's vacationing or has been vacationing in Los Angeles on Steven Spielberg's yacht with Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson, and Michelle Obama. And apparently Spielberg's wife is there, but Spielberg isn't there. And they go out to restaurants. And when they go to a restaurant in L.A., when they leave the mega yacht, they go eat and paparazzi shout at Obama, is Michelle running for president? And it is not verifiable what exactly he said in response, but he clearly was sort of dismissing it or not answering the question. But it's got everybody asking, as Barack Obama puts a tweet out this week, of Michelle standing in a dress beside a pool overlooking a cliff, and he's quite a ways away from her. It's a distance kind of shot. Where Obama puts in the post on X, quote, this is what 60 looks like. Happy birthday to my better half, who happens to be one of the funniest, smartest, most beautiful people I know. And the reaction from this, as you can imagine, is is two completely opposite things. There is no middle ground in social media. And of course, the post was perfectly crafted the way they want to say it. Democrats will look at this and say it's a perfect post because Democrats don't say woman or man or gender or anything in Barack Obama has referred to, and didn't even say Michelle, this is what 60 looks like. Happy birthday to my better half, who happens to be one of the smartest, uh, sorry, one of the funniest, smartest, most beautiful people I know. Now, the opposite side of the spectrum is the hard right conservative people, and there are at least hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people in America that are absolutely convinced that Michelle Obama is a man, that it is Michael Obama, and the entire marriage has been a complete fraud, that Michelle Obama is a transgender female, transgender woman. And I always ask the question, well, what about the two girls? Where did they come from? And you're telling me that they then adopted these two girls, falsified birth records, changed everything. There's no record that these children were adopted. There are no parents anywhere that have come forward that says those are my kids. That you've covered this up now for all these years. It'd be a hell of a book. It'd be a hell of a movie. I'm not there. Okay, I'm not on Michael Island with Michelle Obama, but wow, there's some weird-looking photos of this person out there that make you believe that at one point she could have been a man. It's there. Some of it, I'm sure, is doctored for the Internet. But this is what happens in our day and age. With all the technology we have, all the social media, all of the wackadoodle stuff that's out there, this is what's going on. What's really led to the crazy coverage of the Obamas right now is the continued commentary from people in and around politics, convinced that Michelle Obama is just going to be airdropped into the race, that she'll be inserted, that Biden will pull out, Michelle will be inserted, and that'll be that. It won't be Kamala Harris. It won't be Gavin Newsom. They'll get to fight for it in four years or whatever, but that Michelle Obama will be dropped in. You heard me bring this up two years ago on this podcast about Michelle Obama. It was one of the first talking about her. The reason I talked about her early is I think she wins if they insert her. I don't think there's any question about it. She's younger. She's Obama. I, just, I think it's the same script. 
I don't think it matters if she can be president. I don't think it matters to anyone in this country anymore if she'd be a good president, if it would work, if this was good for the country. I don't think any of that matters. It would be, okay, Barack Obama's coming in and he's saving the day. He's saving us from Trump and Biden and everyone that swings in the middle would go with Michelle and say, okay, Barack will really be the president. That's what people will be thinking. They'll be thinking a vote for Michelle as a vote for Barack. He'll be there at the White House. He'll be the first gentleman. And essentially, we can insert him back in for four more years, and that would eliminate Biden and Trump from the conversation. It will work. Many of you completely disagree with me. But if this was something that didn't work, why aren't Republicans out there just banging the drum on him, daring him to do it? We dare you, we dare you, we dare you. That's not what they're doing. They're beating up on Biden, trying to weaken him, thinking Biden's going to be the candidate. I still do not believe Joe Biden is going to be on my ballot in November when I go vote. I do not believe that. I want it in the worst way. I am dying for it. This is a little bit like rooting for your team and you think something bad's going to happen. I just know they're taking him off the ballot. If we literally have people out there discussing the possibility of assassinating Trump to keep him from being president, you don't think they'll pull Biden off and put Michelle in there? Honestly, there are really smart people and people in the know that believe the Democrats will not stop at anything to keep Trump from being president, that an assassination attempt will happen at some point this year. Nobody wants to talk about it. It's a, it's a disgusting, vile, dirty, despicable topic. It feels dirty talking about it. It doesn't feel good. But if there are those that actually believe that could happen, and I'm sure there have been discussions about how to pull that off, if they're thinking at even thinking about that, not executing and planning it at this point, but if they're even thinking about the possibility of doing something to Trump to keep him from running, they've tried everything else and it's not working. The only thing left is to physically harm him or drop somebody else in that can beat him. They're down to two choices because as it stands right now, Trump is the next president. That's clear. That's clear to everyone that he's the next president of the United States. There's only two ways to stop him. Drop somebody in, not named Biden, to beat him or take him out. That's it. These lawsuits aren't going to do it. The indictments aren't going to do it. It's making him stronger with average Americans, working class Americans who mind their own business and pay their taxes. And now the Obamas take center stage. And it was carefully crafted. And, and the only thing I would say about all the people going wild about this post that he made of her picture saying she's one of the most beautiful people I know and not saying woman or wife or any of these things, is that that's what Democrats do now. They really don't write woman or man or husband or wife. They don't like those terms. This is exactly what today's Democrat would write. One of the funniest, smartest, most beautiful people I know. Well, isn't that nice? This is what 60 looks like. She does look like a man, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. And, and there's no shortage of people out there who say they've had relationships or whatever with Obama. Men, I shouldn't say. See, see, if I say people here, it's confusing. There's no shortage of men out there that claim to uh, be in the know, that have been around and with Obama, that he is gay or bisexual or whatever. I, I can't keep up with all of them. I don't know. But whatever those are, there's no shortage of that. that that's, I do believe that. I, I do believe that. I, I believe Barack Obama is at least bisexual or a swinger or whatever. I'm, I believe that. And I don't judge that, and I really don't care. But if there's some sort of perpetrated fraud about what Michelle Obama is, 
on the American people. And there's plenty of people that still don't think Barack Obama is a citizen. I'll tell you this, Kamala Harris is not African-American. <laughs> you know, we, we get to all this labeling in the Democrat Party. They're never quite what they appear to be. You know, they just, they just never are. It doesn't really matter who or what they are. And the reason they do this is they've, they've basically got state-run media working for them. Marco Rubio made comments this week, and he's dead on. He was more appalled than I was that Rachel Maddow and MSNBC did not run Trump's victory speech in Iowa. We played that clip for you earlier this week. Rachel Maddow explaining that we work really hard on this and we're journalists and we're fair and we cannot allow somebody to have live airtime that we know is lying. Well, that's a lie and you've lied. All of a sudden, here came all the clips of Rachel Maddow saying, if you get the shot, COVID is stopped in your body. You can't give it to anyone and you can't get it. She said it a thousand times. Those were lies. And everybody with a brain knew it was a lie. There was no reason to believe that, ever. There was never a reason to believe that. There was hope that if I get this shot and I'm in a high-risk category, that this shot is good for me. That's great. And a lot of people did that. And for many, it probably helped. But there was no evidence ever that if you take this shot, COVID stops in your body. You can't get it. You can't give it. They said it. They said it. They said it. They are liars. And Marco Rubio is now more disgusted with what happened with MSNBC and Trump's victory speech than he is with the lies. And he makes a very good point. He says, listen, we'll let people listen to the lies and figure out if it's true. Let them go figure it out, you know, different opinions, whatever. He says, but we've got to have free speech. When you have media that stop live speech, because the, the entire night, that's all they were covering was the Iowa caucuses. That's what the topic was. It wasn't like something else was happening in America. MSNBC's topic that night was the Iowa caucuses and what was going on with the Republicans in Iowa. That's what their topic was all night. Then when you don't allow Trump to speak, as Rubio says, this is, quote, what state-run media do, unquote, in authoritarian regimes. He's exactly right. This is the most dangerous part. It's the total cancellation of free speech and ideas. You give zero coverage to the man to say what he's about. You will not allow your viewers to hear from him because you only want them to hear what you have to say about him. That's worse than your commentary about him. I know that's kind of a, I'm, I'm probably not articulating this properly today, and I apologize for that, but I can see exactly what he's saying. That is more serious and more dangerous than actual negative commentary. Having Rachel Maddow blast Donald Trump is one thing. Having them have a television network where they're supposedly covering the news and people believe they're being fair or journalists or whatever, and then they make comments about their journalistic integrity that we can't show this to you because he's a liar and we wouldn't be doing our jobs if we showed it to you. That's dangerous. That's state-run media. You're now working for the government. CNN aired the first couple minutes of Trump's speech and then cut him off. And, and Jake Tapper came out and said, yeah, 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 he's blathering on now about his immigration policy. You all know what that is. Yeah, we all know what that is. No illegals. Sorry. We're going to vet you, process you, and allow good people in. That's what we'll do. That's our immigration policy. No open borders. Charlemagne the God is a very influential African-American media personality, multimedia mogul. He's on a lot of different platforms. He's on BET. He's on satellite radio. 
He's big in the northeast of the country, and he is he is the number one listened to urban morning show anywhere in America. He swings a big hammer. He gave an interview this week that says he is completely astounded by his working class listeners. And now, mind you, 90% of his audience is black. And he calls this the working class group of African-Americans. He is astounded that their number one issue is the migrant issue. Not that he's not. He doesn't like what's going on at the border either. He says, I've never heard anything like this from my working class listeners. And he says he prides himself on knowing he spends a lot of time in New York, New Jersey, South Carolina, different places. He's out amongst people. He takes phone calls on his shows. He interacts in a lot of different ways, or at least he says he does. I'm not vouching for him. I'm telling you what he says his experience is. And he has never heard anything like he's hearing from working class blacks in America about the illegals coming into our country. Now, I've given you my theory on this. My theory is, African-Americans were actually somewhat comfortable. Not Comfortable maybe isn't the right word. They were somewhat, well, they were definitely okay with being the number one minority. Like this has never been in doubt our whole lives. What's the number one most important, most influential, most coveted, most catered to, most discussed minority in America? African-Americans. That's fading. Latinos are going to outnumber them. That's easy to see. Latinos are getting all the attention from the political parties. They don't like it. The illegals that are coming in, I mean, it used to be pretty simple. Where'd they come from? Puerto Rico, Venezuela, Mexico, a handful of countries, a handful of Spanish-speaking countries. Now, mm-mm. Middle East, China, they're coming from everywhere. And black Americans are seeing this. And what they're feeling right now is we're not as important as we were. And they're feeling that the party is leaving them, the Democrat Party. And that is powerful. This is about a 13% of the vote in America is black. And it's been about, nine, at one point it was 92, 93% Democrat. That's fading. It's fading fast. And the hope of the Democrat Party is they bring in illegals. Those people have babies here that immediately become citizens. Whether they get whether they get citizenship for these people now or not is not really the game. The game is 50 years from now. And all of the new Americans that will be all these different minorities, they believe will vote Democrat. I've, I've said it before. I'm not the only person that says this. All they want is the sperm. If you've noticed, it's 80% men walking across the border. That's all they want. They want the sperm. Come on in, be horny, be young, and go make babies. That's all they want. Don't wear a condom. Come on in and get somebody pregnant. It's despicable. It's what they want. Those babies are American citizens. They don't care about that baby's life or the life of women who get into either really bad relationships with some illegal immigrant or get raped or whatever. They don't care. They just want babies dropped on American soil. It's what they want. And Charlemagne the God is noticing this from his listeners. He doesn't live that life. This guy's rich beyond his wildest dreams, lives in a penthouse apartment. But I do believe you can be that person and still understand the regular American experience. I think Donald Trump lives in a, obviously, Mar-a-Lago, but I think he totally understands a guy that works on the assembly line in Clay Como. I think he gets it. There are people that are like that. Charlemagne the God is seeing it, and he's saying it's the immigration issue. It's immigration, 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 and he's never seen anything quite like it.
KKHI is brought to you by Advantage Termite and Pest Control, online at AdvantageTPC.com. For all your residential or commercial needs, it's Advantage Termite and Pest Control, 913-768-8989. Aaron Walcott and his team would love to work with your family. Log on to AdvantageTPC.com. Advanced Medical Imaging. See what's inside. When the news comes from your doctor that you need an MRI or CT scan, it's never a great feeling. What's really a bad feeling is waiting four weeks or six weeks to get the scan. Don't do it. Call Advanced Medical Imaging the second your doctor orders a scan. They'll take your insurance. It's, the, it's a better experience, actually, because it's, it's not like parking at some hospital eight miles away, shoveling through with all these people in the chaos that we have in a lot of our hospitals. No, this is a brand new facility. You park right by the front door. You get in and out very quickly. They have the most modern uh, machines ever, imaging machines. They're fantastic with the best lighting, the biggest open spaces. You're going to love it. If this is what you got to do, it's online at medimageks.com. They also have a family practice there, medimageks.com, or call 785-856-0224. All the information for advanced medical imaging is also up at our site, thekklist.com. And Buck Disposal is now online at buckdisposal.com. Ron Buck got tired of dealing with call centers in Chicago and other places out of town with corporate disposal companies on his job sites. So he started his own disposal company. If you need a giant disposal, they have three or four different sizes, at your work site or your home to get rid of stuff, or if you've lost a relative and you're cleaning out a house and you want to fill up a dumpster, Log on to buckdisposal.com. They'll get it out there today, and they'll take it away tomorrow if that's what you need. 913-242-7695. It is all about customer service at buckdisposal.com. How about technology and sports? The Royals are apparently going to be on Amazon Prime this year. So if you have a, I did a whole riff on this on the Patreon podcast yesterday. Amazon has become a minority owner of Diamond Sports, which owns Bally Sports Kansas City and has the rights to about a dozen Major League Baseball teams. I'm not going to get into the weeds of this, and it's not all sorted out, but it does appear that if you've been holding out, you don't have cable, if you're a streamer, whatever, it does appear now that the Royals games this year will be on Amazon. I think they'll also be on Bally Sports Kansas City on cable and other places, but they're, if you have Amazon Prime, it sounds like you're going to get the Royals games. It also sounds like with some of the other teams, you wouldn't automatically get it. They will be available for purchase. We don't have the details of that yet. But Amazon has entered the baseball space, and this will give an opportunity for more people to watch the Royals. So technology, big tech, they love this stuff. That's not what's really concerning me. I, you know, I gave you my opinion on Peacock last week. Look, I love sports. I'm willing to pay for sports in my home in any way that I need to. And I recognize that A, it's cheaper than going to the game. B, it's what we love and follow, and it's part of my work. Okay, these are, these are all important things to me. And C, compared to other things, it's not that expensive. It just isn't. Paying $6.99 for a Apple TV, if I'm an MLS fan, is nothing. If I love soccer and want to watch soccer, that's nothing. That's, well... Lunch is now 12 bucks, so it's a half a lunch one time a month. It's one lunch every two months. Not going out to lunch once every two months will pay for your streaming service for the Royals. 
It's just, it's what you want as a consumer. It's, oh, Friday night, we were going to go out for pizza. We're not going out for pizza Friday night. That might be the whole season for the Royals. Depending on how many you're going, you got a family of four, get a couple of large pies. I, I mean, it's just choices that we make. So I'm not, a, a, I'm not jumping up and down and screaming about these things. But the Royals, it appears, will be on Amazon Prime. Here's where technology bothers me within the space of sports in a couple of places. We've seen the New York Knicks owner, James Dolan, install facial recognition at Madison Square Garden. He has kept lawyers and employees from law firms that are working in lawsuits against him and his various businesses to keep them out of Knicks games. It's worked. He literally keeps people out of Knicks games with facial recognition. That's crazy. I mean, this is personal privacy we're talking about here in many ways. How about Steve Ballmer, the owner of the LA Clippers? He made all his money with uh, Microsoft, right? Okay, so he's building his own basketball arena in Inglewood, LA. $2 billion of his own money. He didn't ask for a nickel from anybody. He gets to do whatever he wants. He's got plenty of money. He's building his stadium. No big deal. It's done. He's introduced and is very proud of the fact that he's going to use artificial intelligence and facial recognition at his new arena. You will be able to opt in as a fan if you would like to sit in an area called the wall, which is 51 uninterrupted rows at one end of the arena where clearly it's going to be the noisy end where the visiting team has the ball in the fourth quarter. In those 51 rows, you cannot cheer for the opponent. You cannot wear the opponent's gear. And through facial recognition and artificial intelligence, you will be rewarded by how often you stand, how much noise you make, how loud you cheer, and at what times of the game. Artificial intelligence will monitor all this. Now, you have to opt in as a fan. You can opt in anywhere in the arena. If you become, you'll, you'll get graded as to how good a fan you are, how much noise you make, how often you clap, how often you stand, how often you get other people around you, getting the noise level around you up. I have no idea how this artificial intelligence and facial recognition is going to work, but Steve Ballmer is very, very, very enthused that he will officially have the loudest arena in the history of arenas because he's going to give discounts, prizes, swag, and all sorts of perks to fans who become the best fans. You will opt into this program and they will monitor you as a fan. Now, at what point do people say, I really don't want artificial intelligence monitoring me and my activity? I'm already there. I don't like any of this stuff. I don't. I don't like sending things, even like DocuSign documents. They make me sick. It makes me sick to hit send. It does. It just makes me sick that anybody can go get this and find this and do whatever. It's, it, it makes me sick. But we also have a younger generation of people that cannot wait to sign up to save 20% in the Clippers Pro Shop on a t-shirt because all they got to do is stand up and clap and cheer for the home team, which they kind of want to do anyway. Steve Ballmer is onto something there, man. At some point, don't we just have to say your business is too big, that that's just a little too much technology. All right, Lee Sterling's going to join us. We're going to talk some football and football lines for the NFL playoffs this weekend. Brought to you by IdealHealthKC.com at 913-745-5300. Dr. Kip Van Camp would love to consult with you about your chronic pain, your issues, even if you're just kind of lethargic and or just kind of run down and don't feel well. PRP blood spinning does wonders for people to just give them energy and make them feel better. If you haven't been able to figure out this through a traditional MD, why don't you sit, sit down with Dr. Van Camp? 
He's a double board certified interventional radiologist who's dedicating his life now to regenerative medicine. And it might be for you. IdealHealthKC.com. Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet GMC, home of the lifetime warranty in Excelsior Springs. Why search and search and search for the car that you're looking for when you can just have it built? This really is the best way in this day and age to get your new vehicle. If you want a new car, truck, SUV, build it, man. Make it, make it exactly what you want it to be. The color, the seats, the roof, yes or no, every single option. Or if you want to strip it down and get the lowest possible price and not put any options in it, you can do that. RobertsRobinson.com. Shop, click, drive with Chevrolet. Find new roads. And Amini's Galleria, the home of the Copper Dome, is at 105th and Metcalf in Overland Park. Winter is a great time to go indoors to shop. And Amini's has everything you're looking for, whether it's patio furniture for this spring, fire pits, game tables, bar stools, leather theater seating, and rugs. My goodness, do they have rugs at Amini's. Pinball machines, golden tea, pool table, shuffleboard. It's so much fun. Amini's. This is Amini's. All right, it's time to chat with our man Lee Sterling for ParamountSports.com. Let's find out what he thinks about the Chiefs and the Bills and the other games in the NFL this weekend in the playoffs at KKHI. Hit it! The Kevin Keatsman Has Issues Conversation is brought to you by Finch Knife Company, online at finchknifeco.com. We say hello to the Sultan of South Beach, Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. We've got the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. It's on. Kansas City's at Buffalo in the finale on Sunday evening. Lee's here to talk about all these games and much more. Hello, Lee. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I have a big weekend this weekend. I should flying out and going to Houston. Couldn't miss this. A fraternity brother of mine, actually a pledge brother, He's throwing himself the 60th birthday party for 750 of his closest friends. So I'm glad I, I made the cut. <laughs> a welcome dinner Friday night and then Saturday at a club, dinner and three bands. And the opening band is Alan Parsons Project. <laughs> oh That's the opening band from Europe. They're is, coming. He's flying them in. And so this dude's a doctor? I can't wait to see. He's a doctor. Yeah. He must own some... I, you know, we haven't stayed that close. I see him, you know, right. at the reunions every five, ten years. He must own a bunch of of offices. Who, who knows? I, this has to be like a. This has to be a three, four million dollar event. Uh, who knows? Seven hundred fifty people. Now he's got to have employees there or something. They're, they're yeah, yeah, intertwining all that, right? Right. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> so, uh, if you if you threw a party for yourself, Lee, and invited everybody that you yeah. wanted to invite, how many people would that be? I mean, money's no well, object. I'm, well, I'm, I'm throwing a wedding, so. I got a wedding in the summer of 2025. We, if I invited everyone, 190, 200, yeah, maybe, yeah, exactly maybe, right. and that's really reaching. That's, you know, that's that's hitting on the B and the C list too. I just kind of run in the circle of less is more. You know, I, I don't. Oh think yeah, I, yeah, but I'm talking about you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I could I, I could reach down. I mean. I'm probably the wedding. We're only going to, my wife and I only have, we only have about 45, 50 people on our list. That's about so, right. That sounds like a perfect wedding. And bunch of it's bunch of it's family. Yeah. So I think Spencer's yeah, like was, eight, 10 couples that we do stuff with. About and, 100 in Phoenix. We had last October, we had about a hundred people and that was plenty large for me. Right. Plenty large. Right. So good stuff. All right. What do we got cooking this weekend? Everybody wants to get on board with Paramount sports. How are we going to win some money? <clears throat> All right. So I like the card. Is it, 
an incredible card? No, I will probably tease. I might even parlay uh, a, a couple of these selections. My biggest play is going to be in the UFC, believe it or not. So I have a hundred unit play. I'm going to give it to you as soon as we get off. Uh, it's, I found, and it, this is a fight that's practically a pick em, very close to a pick em. I think one fighter is just going to demolish the other fighter. We've been waiting for this for a long, long time. There were some really cruddy cards to end the year in the UFC. I mean, they, it's like they were left with like the leftovers. Okay, well, let's try to put this guy. Oh, we can't find anyone. Let's, you know, let's put him up against this guy who's just come up or this guy who's coming off an injury. But uh, I found the perfect, perfect, I think, matchup. So. Maybe someone's a little overrated. Maybe someone's a lot underrated. We're going to take advantage. First ever 100-unit selection in the USC. Seven selections, $77. Football through the Super Bowl, 197 I love it. ParamountSports.com. Go jump on it with Lee Sterling. Now, I told you, I, my until I hear what you have to say or call your service, I, I get initial thoughts, and I rarely get the thought that I'm getting this week. I, I just yep. – I'm there's only four games. I'm just thinking about playing all the underdogs. Like Like – I'm a little bit shell-shocked. I've had a little rough go the last couple of weeks on some of my stupid brain-dead plays, and some of those were college basketball that I've been losing on. But whatever. Um, I think a couple of these numbers are pretty big, so they just kind of entice me. I I don't think there's a bad team left. If there is a bad team left, it's probably Tampa. But they just played great last week. I just don't know whether it was because the Eagles completely sucked or whether Tampa's actually good. Oh, the Eagles are horrible. They're horrible. Eagles, I I think they're both offense and defenses. I think awful. Especially the defense. They didn't want to engage. No. Kevin, I know. they wanted no part of – they might have been – if you put the 32 defenses out there at the end of the year, judging on that performance, they're in the bottom two. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's why I think I, – I, and I didn't win on Tampa all year. I couldn't get on the right side of them. They went 9-8 and eight for crying out loud. They never really looked like yeah. they were great. But, boy, they looked great last week. I just – that's yeah. that's even, the one that even, bothers even, me. Even, I, I could see Detroit. Even Baker Mayfield was was – scrambling around. Right. I, I don't think any of us would be shocked if Detroit won that game 34-13, I guess is where I'm going. So my yeah. my little okay. thinking of, hey, I'm going to play all these dogs, that's the one that has me most scared. But let's let's start at the okay. top. You're the man that knows. You break it down more than I do. Baltimore is a nine-and-a-half point favorite over Houston. Lamar Jackson hasn't played a game, what, in three weeks? Here we go. Yep. Yep. Well, he's he certainly has had some problems over the years. In the playoffs, if he loses, he will move to one and four. And who is one and four? Well, none other, none other than the guy everyone loves to make a lot of fun of about, and that's Dak Prescott. So this kid, CJ Stroud, is something special. I mean, can you imagine a rookie playing so well in the playoffs that he was benched, had such a big lead? That's how awesome he was on Saturday, and also the week before. I think Baltimore's really good, and I know they're going to have Andrews come back. It looks like a tight end. But first game, Ravens won 25-9. I thought the score was misleading. Used to move the ball. That was Stroud's debut. I think the Texans offensive coordinator, Bobby Slowick, showed um, an ability in, in facing teams a second time to mix it up. And I think they're. I think the Texans are going to be able to move the ball here. Ravens uh, might be a little bit rusty. It's happened to them before here. Baltimore wins twenty-seven twenty-three. 
I'm taking Houston, yeah, plus the points. San Francisco 49ers have been off. Brock Purdy, the only quarterback left of the eight teams that was not drafted in the first round. Seven of the eight teams have quarterbacks drafted in the first round. Jordan Love was spectacular last week for the Packers. He gets a shot at the Niners. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he looks like a little bit of a combination between Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. He throws off that back foot quite a bit. He's going to throw some big-time darts. He uh, making plays, and, and now all of a sudden he's become accurate, which he was not early in his career when he came off the bench or earlier in the first half of the season. Some people might say there's some rust. I don't see it with San Francisco. When they are healthy, Trent Williams is healthy, Debo Samuel, Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, these guys all dealt with a bunch of nagging little injuries. Having two weeks off, I think they're going to come out and they're going to be firing on all cylinders. 49ers defense, not as good as years they've been in the past, but still good enough on run defense, I think, to slow down Aaron Jones. That was the problem. Once Aaron Jones got going, <laughs> it opened up everything else here. So I think San Francisco is just a cut above probably every team in the NFC here. I think they pull away late, win and cover 34-21. All right, my thought was if Baltimore's a 9.5-point favorite and San Francisco's a 9.5-point favorite, shouldn't Detroit be a 9.5-point favorite against Tampa? I'm just asking the question. Um, but, you know, Detroit, I guess, is less of a proven commodity. But, my goodness, they, uh, they're they playing Tampa. And, and despite the fact that a reporter asked the coach how cold it might be in Detroit, <laughs> that will only be getting off the bus walking through the tunnel because they're playing in right. 70 degrees indoors. <laughs> but it's an off-surface. Um, they are traveling on the short week also. They normally play outdoors on grass. So it's a little bit different. Um it's worth maybe a half a point, a point here. I just think that the Lions here, when they watched, they played the Bucks the first game, 120-6. to six. They were a three-point road favorite. They were without Jamar Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs in that game. He had a hamstring injury. David Montgomery uh, suffered bruised ribs in the second quarter and missed the second half. Jared Goff lit them up. I think their receivers, another week where they get their – Star tight end, uh, Laporta, to get close to 100%. He played last week. He was probably 75%, 80% here. I know the Bucks won their division. They finished 9-8. and eight. Like you said, they needed a 5-1 and one finish just to get in the playoffs. I, I, I love this Lions offense here. I think it's balanced. I think it's explosive. Jameer Gibbs is a home run hitter, running or catching the ball here. I just think Tampa Bay played by far the worst team in the playoffs. Philadelphia was horrible. Their defense didn't want to engage, didn't want to tackle. It looked like they gave up. I mean, I don't know how to keep that coach also. That's a story for another day. When a team just losing is one thing when you don't even show up. The last uh, seven games was six out of seven. I don't know how you break that cycle. I, I'm going to go with I, I – I think that Tampa Bay is going to be forced into a lot of third and long situations. And I think Detroit will get a couple sacks here, and that's going to be the difference here. I like Detroit. I think they win 31-17. There you go. Buffalo and Kansas yep. City in the final game of the weekend, Sunday evening in Buffalo. Chiefs are a two-and-a-half-point dog on the road. I've been saying this all along. I know Buffalo went on a roll late in the year, but and they even won in Kansas City. They just don't impress me that much. Josh Allen... 
a lot more turnovers this year. He tries to force things in. They really, I know they, they're tight ends. They use their tight ends a lot more. But they never developed a second receiver. So, you know, what's going on with them throwing the football right now? It's more Josh Allen running. They got to face a team, Pittsburgh, that just quite frankly wasn't very good. And Pittsburgh moved the ball. They were going up and down the field. So I think Patrick Mahomes is going to relish this challenge here. The Chiefs defense is far superior to Buffalo, far healthier. They have six guys, linebacker Terrell Bernard, who are questionable, Terrell Dodson, cornerback Rasul Douglas, uh, safety Taylor Rapp. I'm going down the list here. Nickelback Taron Johnson and linebacker uh, Bolton Spector. All these guys are game-time decision. Even if they play, they can't be 100% here. I, I, if Pittsburgh didn't have a couple of those breakdowns, to start the game in the first couple drives here, I thought it was an even ball game. Back and forth here. I like Kansas City. Wrong team favorite here. Mm, 28-24. I love that. Let's do that. Yep. All right, so you've got a big yep. UFC play this weekend, and, of course, all the NFL, yep. and people can call you at 800-400-9741 if they'd rather just give you a phone call or log on to ParamountSports.com, yep. and they can buy the UFC package separate, or you can buy football all the way through the Super Bowl. you got yep. a lot of different options at the site. Yep, and hockey. Oh, ready for this? Since December 10th, we are on a 50-22 in one run. 50-22, over, over 800 units of profit. And a couple of those losses in the last couple of weeks were like shootout losses. One of them was, I think there was nine shooters, you know, how they play five extra minutes. And... Even when we're losing, it seems like we're shooting 10, 15 more shots than our opponents. Just hitting the bar a bunch. So we do play a bunch of totals. A lot of people, you know, they just want to play sides. Like, for instance, last night we had the Buffalo-Florida game. We had the under six and a half. Three to two. Buffalo scored in overtime to win the game against Florida. It's 2-2. Two, two. The game's won. We next goal wins. We won. Why take a chance and sometimes play a game that's going to come down to you know, one bad break, uh, one great save. You know, if you get a total going over or under, you know, you got an advantage by a couple goals. I think you take advantage of it. So everything's up and available. You can bundle stuff. Let's say you want basketball and hockey. You can bundle both sports for 750 Like I said, football, 197 through the Super Bowl. And the biggest thing going on is our UFC 297 uh, package. Seven selections from Toronto. Going on Saturday night, $77, and includes the first time ever, 100-unit max wager, ParamountSports.com. Love it, buddy. Let's get her done this weekend. Have a great weekend, my friend, and enjoy your you time too. in Houston at your party. Sounds good. Take care. All right, there's Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com, and we'll recap his selections for you here. He likes the Houston Texans plus the 9.5 against the Ravens. San Francisco to roll Green Bay and cover the 9.5. Detroit, same thing at home against Tampa. He says take the Lions minus the six and a half. Loves the Chiefs plus the two and a half points. Thinks they went out right and maybe even fairly easily against a Buffalo defense that is beaten up. And he's got his play of the year in UFC. If you're a fight fan or if you just like to bet on something and make a couple of bucks, he's got a play for you at ParamountSports.com or call him at 800-400-9741. Lee Sterling's appearance on KKHI brought to you by TicketsForLess.com. No fees ever. Want to go see your college basketball team this winter? 
It's on right now. Ticketsforless.com, 913-685-3322. North Kansas City Dental with two locations, North Kansas City and Westwood, Kansas. Dr. Bill Bush is an award-winning dentist. He speaks nationwide at different seminars about high-tech dentistry. He's in a select group of dentists with a mastership in the Academy of General Dentistry. This guy is really something else. He's the dentist of the Chiefs, and he could be your dentist too. Dr. Bill Bush and his team at nkcdental.com. And, of course, Joslyn's Jewelry. If you're out and about this weekend, it's Valentine's Day coming up right around the corner. Want to shop for something sparkly for the sweetie in your life? Or maybe you're just getting ready to pop the question. Ooh, go in there and check out a great selection of diamonds. They'll set it for you in a temporary setting to pop the question and then find the permanent setting afterwards. It's a wonderful way to do business. Joslyn's Jewelry, never any commissions, no pressure ever. It is as old school as it gets. Just walk right in and meet the nice folks at Joslyn's Jewelry, the jewelry you'll recommend to your friends and family. All right, there you have it. Lee Sterling gave you his picks for the weekend on Friday. Spencer's going to join us. It's been a while since we've had Spence on the podcast, and we will we'll do some other stuff as well, but we're going to preview the uh, playoffs and most specifically the Chiefs-Bills game. There's a lot going on around this game. There's a lot pointing toward the Chiefs having advantages here. But you know what? When I've watched the Chiefs and Bills play, they go out and they play and they throw haymakers at each other. And no matter what, neither team feels like they haven't won until the clock hits zero. I think America can count on one thing with the Chiefs and Bills on Sunday. It's going to be wild. It's going to be close. It's going to be entertaining. And it could be unpredictable at the end. That's what Chiefs-Bills games are frequently. This is the marquee matchup in the National Football League. It's official. There's just This is the seventh time they've played in four years. These teams play all the time. It's the third time in the playoffs. This, I mean, America is falling in love. Look, a lot of people don't like the Chiefs. They'll be rooting for the Bills. It doesn't matter. Everybody will watch this game. This is like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning through the years. That's what this is. You watched the Patriots and the Colts when they played in the playoffs. It was must-see TV. This is it. This is the marquee matchup in the National Football League, period. And now it's a playoff game in a divisional setting where the Chiefs are on the road in Buffalo this time. Let's go. That's all I got to say. And as always, thank you so much for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. All of our sponsors are at the KKList.com. If you're ever curious about, hey, what's the name of that thing or whatever, the KKList.com. If you'd like to sign up and become a patron, we'd love to have you on board. As a patron, go to KKHasIssues.com. That's kkhasissues.com. Sign up for as little as five bucks a month or just hit the like, follow, or subscribe button. We are up to 58,000 followers of the podcast. We are so proud of that and we cannot thank all of you enough for subscribing and following Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Kevin Keatsman Has Issues has been presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet GMC and is produced by Crooked Tail Media. Please hit the like or follow button wherever you listen or give us a review. For premium content podcasts and weekly newsletter, join as a patron at kkhasissues.com for as little as $5 a month. Support all our sponsors and other conservative businesses at the kklist.com. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media Incorporated.